smoking through it all, cause nothing in life lasts forever. We don't want these hoes, don't want the fame, we want the cheddar. Told her we can have it all if we do it together. You know I'ma pass the ball, but only to my brother. You know I'ma pass the blunt, but only to my sister. I'ma pass the bottle, pass these hoes off to my niggas. Dow. Is it recording on here? Um, all right, we're just going to get right into it. You know what I'm saying? Just going to flow it out and then going to get into my intro and then from the intro go to the questions. But keep in mind, this is just like a regular conversation. It's just we're recording it. And uh, don't worry about any background noise. If something happens, like we just flowing with it. You know what I'm saying? If you guys have any input, feel free to just throw it out there. If we have like if we stumble across a word or something that we don't know, uh-uh. feel free to chime in, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, man. So it ain't exclusive if it ain't an Emlyn exclusive. It's your boy BQ, and welcome to the Low Key Facts Podcast. We're in the beautiful downtown San Hope, 408, Silicon Valley. What's up, my dog, man? Out there with the poochies and shit. I see you. Um, but yeah, we're right here in downtown San Jose, and I'm accompanied by an uh, individual who's been doing producing, DJing, been in the mix, uh, pursuing a journey that isn't necessarily visible in the beginning, but... As she's been progressing through her journey, she's been getting a lot more closer to her goal and still trying to achieve more. Um, Straight from San Jose, the one and only Ayo Gabs in the building. What up, y'all? What up, what up? What's going on? What's up? How you been? Uh, You know, trying to to get this shit rolling, (laughs) uh, trying to create uh, content, trying to uh, do podcasts, doing the fashion. You know, we're trying to get in the mix. Um, But we're just we're definitely trying to uh, connect and bridge more uh, audiences. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people from San Jose that are active in the streets in San Ho doing their music, doing their Mm -hmm. business, whatever the case is. Um, But when it comes to uh, people that leave San Jose, there's not a lot of like track record of like what people are doing unless you're following them. You know what I mean? Which obviously you have your own audience. But believe it or not, there are some people in San Jose that maybe have not been introduced to you yet. Yeah, exactly. Or... They just, you know, have it run across from it for whatever reason. So this is why I'm glad I was able to bring you down here today because, I, you know, I've been keeping up with your journey. Obviously, we know each other from years ago, yes, from Old Grove days. So, so it's so cool <laughs> to see people that grew up with us in our section of San Jose to see them do big things. So, uh, yeah. So now you're, it's, what, 2020? So how long has it been since you left San Jose? Oh my God, I think it's now three years, barely three years. Damn, only barely years? three Hold years? On, no, four years now. Jeez. It's going to be four years. Yeah. Four Crazy. years. So like, there's some people that live their whole lives and they can't even imagine themselves jumping. You know what I mean? I know. Mean? I can't even imagine myself that I even did it. That's like yeah. the crazy thing. So. And that's, you know, why I want to be able to unpack and I want people to under, to hear more of your story and like what you did and what the feelings of what you were, what you were going through at that time. Um, but before we get into that, we want to be able to kind of highlight what's currently happening, how you are reacting to everything. Um, so, you know, how's everything going this 2020? How long has it been now since what? January, it's July is eight months. It's been wild because I feel like so it's many people crazy. were like, oh, 2020 is going to be my year. Everybody was so yeah. positive and like Pumped. so impacted. I was just like, yeah. okay, everybody was like so ready yeah. for everything to kind of like shut down. And since it's like we haven't been through this, yeah. I think being like young adults, we haven't really been through this, especially when we're like actually dealing with our own selves now yeah yeah that it's like super crazy to understand like what's going on and why it's going on and i just think it's it's definitely wild it's it's bigger than us you know it's yeah. like it's it's a global thing uh it started off in china and then bounced this around from other countries and then got into orange county then santa well, clara county and then on the like clorox wipes from like a year ago or so i already yeah. had saying like the coronavirus on it oh yeah and i did see that like, i did see that everything's just so skeptical you like, know what's so funny we learn everything late 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless people are, are doing their research through history. Because mm-hmm. E-40 said it himself, history repeats itself, but opportunities don't. Exactly. And, like, there's so much shit that, like, like the Spanish flu 1918 looks exactly like what's happening right now. Yeah. And it's just, like, you know, obviously, w- as us, since we've been born, we haven't experienced anything close to this. Okay. So, like, you know, I, I don't feel like anyone's figured out how to maneuver around this, except yeah. Dana White, maybe. <laughs> you, you know who Dana maybe. White is? No, I do not. UFC. The guy that owns the UFC, like oh, the ball guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He, fi- he got the fights and yeah. the islands and why, shit. Why, why do you think he would? Well, I mean, I just said because like, a lot of people's businesses stopped. And all the inter- – like at the time, NFL, NBA and all that, well, they yeah, didn't do shit. Going, yeah. NBA barely kind of recently started the playoffs and all that. But yeah. the UFC guy, he was like the first guy to figure out the sports shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, it's definitely you know uh, a challenge for everyone. Um, so how has it impacted you? Well, it's impacted me. I think everybody else so, so much. I think with me, especially with like the DJing and stuff, it was like, okay, people go to clubs and stuff. We're not doing no virtual stuff unless people are already doing it on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody had like their niche where it's like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. But it wasn't mandatory to, okay, we got to wake up to it now. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's just a big shift of how everything's going on now. And it's definitely super shocking. But at the same time, like, I know that probably music like that probably isn't going to come around maybe to like next summer or so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be it's the crazy. first industry to like shut down and it's probably going to be the last one to reopen, mm. you know? So very it's just true. very crazy. It was, I mean, obviously financially, it's a huge breakdown with that yeah. as well. So cancer right now. Okay. So we're going to continue this shit. Sorry for that shit. This is definitely some amateur production right here, but we, we trying to get the shit rolling. I mean, I we could know. just go and then we'll pause I mean, it I and redo. We could do that. It's all good. Okay. Well, I didn't. Have, I just told him I was going to be here. But. No, it's all good. I mean, he, I've been telling him to come down anyway. Oh, okay. So. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. See, that's that neighborhood connection. You know what I'm saying? That real south. <laughs> real south. So how do you feel about no, that? Like, because like, you know, the politics when it comes to San Jose and the sections and shit, people are like so prideful of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it was like that. With what? When we were young. I mean, maybe it kind of was and now it wasn't. But like people that are from San Jose, because mm-hmm. San Jose is low key. You know, I know you've been gone for a while, no, but it's so like it's okay. different, low key. Dif- oh, very different. Like people are out here really trying to make a name for themselves, but within the geographic of San Jose. And it's super crazy too. It is because it's crazy that you say that because a lot of people will be like, "Oh, you're from Los Angeles." I'm like, "No, yeah. no, 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 no." Or sometimes they'll even just put that without even asking me. Yeah. Just because they think I live there means like, "Oh, I'm from there," and I was like, "No, no." no. Yeah, and that's the thing. And too. I think they see that, and it's just like I feel like you have, like I really have to say, like address it. Because I feel like so many people do that, and it irritates me. Because I'm just like, I'm not from here. Like, I'm not I'm from this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, town. exactly. But LA is beautiful, though. It I'm is. pretty sure. Most definitely. So like, ain't nothing like the Bay. Ain't nothing like the ain't Bay. Like the you bay. heard that. Um, so how does it feel to be back in the Bay Area during like the craziest weather, the air quality at its worst we've ever seen, and uh, it's just impacted our city um, dramatically. Not just here, but like the whole Bay Area. But the South Bay is taking it pretty bad right yeah. now. Uh, Santa mm-hmm. Cruz and uh, Coyote and a little more north towards San Francisco. It's just, it's crazy. It's sad. So how does it feel like to be witnessing all this now that you're back here? Well, I feel like it's just, since we're already witnessing so much, I feel like everything that we're already witnessing now, we're just like, okay, what's next? You know, like what Mm. else is going to happen? What else is, what else like are we going to go through? And I think coming in the worst time ever is something very difficult as well because there's just so much things that are like backtracked on. But Mm. no, I think it's sad. I think it's super sad. Like, yeah, it's crazy because like, first people were already worried about going outside because of the coronavirus and now you can't even legitimately breathe this shit it's like everywhere it's airborne shit just went airborne uh 
and you know people are not even like there's no work you know what i'm saying there's mm -hmm. 50 million plus people that are unemployed you know what i'm saying luckily for creators like us we have an alternative to our hustle you know what i'm saying because some people like in our position they'll have a nine to five and then they'll do yeah. their hustle you know like so how does that that lifestyle implement with you like when it comes to your production and how you're keeping things sustained well i think everything has to do with like already knowing that like now like how it is nowadays like you can't live with one income like there's no <sighs> way we not. can live with one income so it's like i think just having different incomes coming from different little things whether it's like from production or it's from gigs and now that's kind of crossed out of the thing and then it's like from unemployment and then now like i think unemployment is not even giving money yeah, they've been like, cutting it out. yeah so much that it's just like people are not even making what they do at two weeks <laughs> they were no, for sure for sure for sure they're like hating the president but yet they're yeah. all taking his money facts and not saying anything about it and i'm yeah, like yeah. so confused they're like fuck donald trump but exactly. i'll still take the check though. exactly that's literally what they're yeah. tweeting now and yep. shit. so yeah it's been difficult for sure beta la la so like when the lockdown first uh kicked off like you know how was that you know what i'm saying like because some people were legit like locked in tucked in i'm not even yeah. leaving outside i know i was <laughs> i was tucked off like i stayed inside a whole ass month i probably only went outside to go to starbucks or some shit through drive through yeah. like in the car because starbucks was like five minutes away from the house so i was like that was the only reason i left and then i guess like end of march april is when i was like okay let's go do certain things now you know what i mean mm -hmm. but not all the way so are you like all the way coming out yet or are you still kind of like precautious well i feel like I, I have to be precautious not just because of me because i feel like if i'm not then i'm just going to be super selfish and not really caring because yeah. this is real i'm not saying yeah. that dying on the floor is completely <laughs> yeah. like happening because i don't think it's happening i think yeah. all this is like bullshit. i think so but i also think that i don't know i just think it's crazy like, yeah no i think that's a good perspective and, and i think it's a very thing important thing that you're highlighting because some people are selfishly like doing certain things that are oh, putting yeah. other people at risk and uh, even from their own family members like i've seen it play out and i understand mm -hmm. it more and more even with my own family i'm like shit i'm over here going to the store and i and i snapchat it my mom has me on snap she's like dude i told you you can't be coming in and out oh, the house type man. shit you know but what i mean? think too it's like the news scares so much that yeah. like we think that, okay, it's really going to affect us. I think it's really only affects the older people one. And I think it affects people that have like a really weak immune system. Mm -hmm. But I also think too, that like everything is changing and we're so overpopulated that they want to just wipe us out the ones mm. that they can. So, I mean, there's just so many things to everybody has their own different opinions, yeah. but I think they are making this super more dramatic to keep us controlled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a sense. So, I, I agree. I agree to an yeah. extent. I feel like everything is like, I mean, the person I had on the podcast before you, his name is Frankie M. Comedy. Like, uh -huh. he's like an amateur com comedian out here in San Jose. Yeah, yeah. And he was telling me, like, everything now is a conspiracy. Like, yeah, everything. No, really like, is. UFOs it to really coronavirus is. to vaccines. Like, nowadays, you can't even believe anything. There's so much information. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Has that, like, clouded your judgment with things, too, aside oh, from corona? Completely. Completely. Because mm. I feel like there's just so much things happening as well that they're not addressing through the like through the media because yeah. they don't want people to know and they want just people to see like what's going on like, yeah you know it's just like the media wants us to see what they want us to see and they're always gonna pick at things like the school shootings and stuff when that was super massive <sighs> that right? shit was low it was happening crazy. every week yeah. and all of a sudden there's none so yeah, it's just like it's weird how everything pinpoints to one thing to, towards another so i think there's just a lot of things that we know that they are trying to just keep us controlled yeah. and not have that power to because right now if you think about it we're all changing like the way we think there's a lot of us like yeah. 
are changing the way we are and like how we speak up with a lot of certain yeah, things with life. So I sure. feel like they're kind of like scared, like, oh, okay, they're waking up now. Like, yeah, for sure. Gotta, I think so too. People are being more, uh, more conscious and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like with the police situation, vaccination, vaccination, yeah. everything. Everything, exactly. Man, what a weird time we're living in right now. I think this is going to be a dope ass <laughs> movie 10 years from now. Right? Whoever fucking films this shit, you're going to have a fucking Golden Globe Award. I feel bad for the parents that have kids right now. Yeah. yeah. So our parents. No. No, the parents, <laughs> oh. like parents that have kids right now during. Oh, you're talking about like newborns. Or even just kids in general, because yeah. they're homeschooling them right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like my nephew, uh, my nephew just turned one, um, and just seeing him grow up is kind of like you know, if I, I'm looking in the perspective of my sister, she kind of like a little more like worried about hella shit now, like yeah. from leaving the house to like who encounters him and shit. So I understand what you're saying. Like yeah. you know, it's a it's a weird time right now for Completely. parents. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I want to unpack a little bit more of like your journey now of like how you, you know, what got you into leaving here and going to LA and a little, and understanding a little bit more what you're doing exactly. Cause I know you're producing, I know you're DJing, but like, there's a whole, like, there's a whole culture that I haven't even got a chance to, to tap into that. I feel like, you know, a lot of people are connected through, uh, you know, creating musics together, mixing projects. Cause I know like as a DJ, you mix different songs and eventually that could be sampled off of someone's shit and someone's shit could be a whole other genre yeah. and that could legitimately be promoting someone else. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's important for people that are, are in the rap culture, are in the hip hop, do understand the value of your work. So then that could be an opportunity for them and an opportunity for yourself. Um, so I guess the first question I have is how did LA embrace a Bay Area cat? You know, because when it comes to Bay Area <laughs> shit, like, I feel like when it comes to us as individuals, we have this this dope energy. Like, mm -hmm. we, we don't let, we have authentic, uh, authentic features. You feel oh, me? Well, like, definitely. we can, we can sense, we, ha we, we have the ability to see the transparency and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have the ability to kind of, like, turn it up and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we know how to get lit. <laughs> so how is, how has the L.A. culture embraced you in that sense? Well, I mean, I think it's just, like, you always just have to keep it true to yourself, most definitely, and yeah. understanding that, like, where you're from and where I'm from is super important to me, and that's why it irritates me when people think that I'm from Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 because I really am from San Jose. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I feel like San Jose is so, like, we're so underground that a lot of Shelly. people, there's so many talent, but yeah. the thing is, it's getting out there. It you is. Know? And it I is. think for me, it it's was changing. like, moving out was what i needed to do for sure but definitely what you say when we know like people when people are from the bay and they're in la we're like oh you get it we're <laughs> all just so happy because we're like yeah. you're here you're so like Facts. okay like we're not alone yeah exactly Hell but yeah. it's so different because it's like la is very different where out there what i encountered a lot was what do you do instead of mm. like who you are just as a person you mm. know and it's like okay well we everything was very clicky where it felt kind of like just I think high school, middle school, when people are just in clicks, it feels like that. Like mm. they don't know about you, but they want to know what you do. And yeah. whatever it is that you do, it's either okay, you're cool, or you're not. You know, like yeah, in that yeah. sense, you mm -hmm. get me. But I think also too, it's definitely showed me a lot as well of like people change and friends change, and mm. like we're not if we're just from one like city and we're going to a next. Like everything is so different, encountering so many different people, and because LA like there's so many different people that live there mm. that are not even from LA. So it's like mm. you de you definitely like get to like know more about different cultures for sure. Mm -hmm. So like the dynamic change, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, completely. And it's so much more diverse. So how did you how did you deal with it? You know what I mean? Like when it came to that friction. Well, I think I've always been the type of person to like read the vibe and kind of put myself in there and just kind of like be kind of like how do i say this kind of like um i'm trying to look for the word 
I'm just comfortable. So I think when I'm around people, I kind of sort of get down to their level and I'm just observing everything and just keep to myself in that sense where it's like mm. I won't be too, too much, but I won't be too way too quiet. I yeah. think I'm always just observing everything at first. And then by then I just started learning like who, you know, who to fuck with, who not to, and just kind of like just protecting myself at all yeah. times because it's really like there's just a lot of people that do want to just fuck you over and you just got to be really careful, you know, and you can't trust everybody. So. Yeah, definitely. I, I yeah. learned the hard way with that shit for surely. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, you don't understand people's intention. Maybe like they might fuck you over with the intention of benefiting themselves. Like they're genuinely probably not even trying to fuck you over, but since you have something that they want, they'll do whatever type of Anything, thing yeah. to obtain that. Exactly. So it's definitely a, a crazy uh, you gotta to learn from it. You have to. You yeah. gotta live and learn, and you gotta go through failures to get you where you need to see from the brighter side of like every ex. You know. Yeah, situation. yeah. So Trial and error. Experience. Experience is very necessary, especially because like you, you basically like my mentor tells me this when I told him I wanted to start a business because like being a building a business isn't always the most popular thing. You know what I mean? Especially like when we were in high school and shit like that, or you're getting out of high school. Oh yeah. Um, basically, what he says that what you did is that you're jumping off of the bridge and you're building an airplane on the way down. Because, like, the idea is, like, you're taking a risk and it's going to be hell the whole entire process Mm -hmm. until you see the light. And then once you see the light, that's when all the hard work and sacrifice actually pays off. And you can have no expectations of when when that's going to happen. Because I think when you have expectations with anything in life, then that's on you, you know, because at the same time it's, like, you, we never know when yeah. anything is going to happen. It can happen tomorrow. It can happen, you know, three, five years from now. So I have to remind yourself all the time. Like, I feel like I talk to myself more than I talk to anybody else because yeah. it's like when I moved out, I knew that I was going to go through a lot. And I knew that I was going to go through so much. I wasn't I didn't really know much about credit. My parents never really talked to me about credit. Yeah. But things like that that I really needed to know. Yeah. I don't think it was there for me and cause they just wanted me to go to, you know, school right after and do what they wanted. But I think still keep me under their wing, but at mm. the same time, not knowing like, okay, she has to learn all this stuff, you know? Mm. And so I think when moving out, I just knew like, okay, you're going to go through some bad times and you're gonna go through some good times. And I didn't know what it was going to be, but just understanding that like, you can't, life's not going to be perfect and I'm not going to get everything handed to me as much as I would love to. It's yeah. not going to happen, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think, Especially, I think it's a good lesson right now during this pandemic as well that, like, if you think about it, like, the people that are working right now and doing what they're doing to get to where they want to be, those are the people that are going to keep on going. Yeah. The people that are not doing shit right now, whether whatever Ooh. it is, they're going to fall off. They're wiping yeah. us out. If you yeah. think about it, you know, like, yeah. if this pandemic did not show you anything, like, no discipline on yourself, nothing, kicking Dude. it with your boys all the time, whatever, like, it's just... Shots. You know? It's just, <laughs> no, it's real, though. That's hella real. It's so, like, it's just... It's the truth, and I think, like... You just have to keep, you know, picking yourself back up and just understanding, like, you're doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. You already came this far for a reason. And mm-hmm. why do you have to stop now? Because I think the biggest thing with me is, like, living with regret. Yeah, for so sure. So much. I agree with that. So much. Because, so, yeah. like, if you live with regret, you know what I'm saying? Then you're going to be old and you're going to look at somebody younger than you and you're, you're going to be, be like, oh, I grumpy ass motherfucker. Just hella right? grumpy, like, exactly. fuck everybody, fuck anyone that's yeah. trying to build something. I hella uh, agree with that shit because I feel like if the pandemic, what this pandemic did is that it, it put a big ass mirror in front of everybody. Yes. And it made you look at, okay, like, now that all this, uh, how you say, responsibility for these corporations that we've been investing so much time on our lives into, now they proved to us that we're just the number and they basically laid off majority of people. Yeah. Obviously this isn't fall for everyone. Cause I feel like some people have 
genuine. Like small businesses. Yeah, small businesses know? especially. You know what I mean? But yeah. I feel like small small businesses, entrepreneurs, content creators are in the like you said, they're in the best position right now because we were already practicing mm-hmm. for this moment. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Everything that you work towards is like preparation for the opportunity. So I feel like you know me doing content, doing podcasts and shit. Even though it wasn't the hot thing to do at the time, now it's like. Shit, you I got content to, to drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, there's production studios that are closed for mm-hmm. for people to do shit. Um, so yeah, I definitely see like this is like an opportunity for people to reflect on themselves. So what did you? What was one of the biggest things that you learned about yourself in this uh, situation? Oh my gosh, patience. Patience. Sure. Having just a lot, because I'm just super like such an impatient person. I just need really? to always be on the. Just like I gotta go. I gotta things. go. And I think yeah, patience definitely has taught me like this journey was like it's not going to happen quick as much as you want it to, you know, cause you stress, you're the only person stressing yourself out where you're Very just true. like, okay, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? Well, mm. we have to practice because we've never learned this type of thing before, you know? And in mm. school it was like, if you think about it, like you had someone pushing you, you had something due, you know, and now it's all on us to be like, okay, well, did you finish this because you, you were going to finish this, mm-hmm. you know, it's like just having now like this level of push to have. So it's all paying off for the journey Completely. and in your journey, uh, you happen to get some features and people to acknowledge your music. As I was doing some research through the algorithms and the YouTube and all these other platforms, I ran across that you had, you know, people that were acknowledging yourself from Major Lazer to Diplo to La Clinica Records or Middleland Festival. So how does it make you feel when these people acknowledge your work? Rewarding. I think the biggest thing is rewarding. But I think also, too, it's like I'm still super shocked myself just because of being kind of like three and a half years and for that to happen to me in such that time, mm-hmm. you know, even though I feel like before that I already was going through a lot, you know, but mm-hmm. like those, these were the years where I was just like more in shock that this is actually happening, you know? And it was, I think I'm super humbled by it just because it makes me feel like, okay, this is just the beginning. Like this, mm-hmm. you haven't even made it yet. Now people are watching and this is your step to keep going and keep putting stuff out. Because if you just, I'm like, okay, that's what I got and that's it. And you know, if not putting any more work in then that's just going to be like a missed opportunity on my end, you know? Yeah. So. I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. So much, so much, uh, like there's so many levels to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you went three years and you're like, you hit a ceiling, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? You got acknowledged. Mm-hmm. You felt that rewarding feeling. And, and I'm just, yeah, it's not like, okay, I'm right. Th- like, yeah, you're there, it's, it's there, but there's more but to now go. There's more. Yeah. There's more steps to the ladder. It's the marathon. We're the Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Nipsey hustle has said it himself with the marathons for a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people still haven't understood the whole concept of the marathon. No. Like, there's people still barely getting put on Nipsey music, which is, you know, crazy to me. Yeah. But, you know, shout out to the go himself. And uh, happy belated birthday to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. His birthday was yesterday, so didn't get a chance to document that. So had to give the shout out now. Um, so, like, L.A. has been really live, like, lately, uh, like, in the sense of, like, things going on from when Nipsey Hussle's passing and, like, the funeral and then Kobe Bryant passing and then just how that impacted the culture and then the protests, uh, which, like, were crazy as fuck. I know. Um, so I just feel like, you know, the city of L.A. is humongous. Uh, and uh, it's definitely quadrupling the Bay Area, you know, as much as I love my Bay Area, but it's just being real. This is a pretty populated uh, location. And uh, your music has been like, you know, you've been focusing on your music strictly on that geographic. I'm assuming people stream it in other places. I, I, you know, haven't got the logistics, but what are some crazy places that you've heard people like comment on your stuff and acknowledge that you're on your work? I think the latest right now I was on Twitch for Mad Decent a couple, like, I think a couple weeks ago. 
And I had a friend that uh, works with Diplo, and he was just like, hey, like, you know, come over here. Let's do it back to back. And I'm like, okay, I'm over here getting groceries. Like, <laughs> like, I'm oh, like, shit, okay, Trader Joe's. Like, three hours, not even Trader Joe's. Oh, my God, I ain't got time for that yet. Um, but what's it called? Uh, what was I going to say? You don't fuck with Trader Joe's? No, I do. I love it. Oh. But just with this pandemic, I, oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah, can't even I can't be, in be public shopping places. over there right now. <laughs> Instacart is where it's at. For the ones that don't know, Instacart. Oh yeah, that's super dope. It's super convenient. Super, just how expensive. Um, yeah, Buffers. so I went on. That's what I was saying. I was on Mad Decent on their Twitch, and it was just crazy because it went from 800 to 5,000 people onto the thing, and I feel like Sheesh. from there I got so much more recognized. Where I was getting okay, like all these followings on things on Instagram, where I was like, okay, that was like a really huge thing for me. And I think also, too, like, doing just Twitch, like, doing live streams for other different people that, like, yep. artists that are, yep. like, running it yeah. is giving me more exposure. Collabs. So, yeah. So, I definitely think this quarantine has definitely given me a lot of more yeah. exposure and where it's, like, where it's given. So, I think that's, like, one thing I'm proud of for sure. Yeah, I think there's a big there's a big market right now for, like, DJs, like, right now. Like, especially with the Twitch and the live streaming oh, yeah. and, like, all these crazy, like, dude, like, people are streaming that shit Putting it on our speakers and turning up. Yeah. I was actually going to say that. Like, I, I like the fact that you cracked a, a different social channel like Twitch. Even though Twitch has already been, like, out there and it's been actively being used. Yeah. But for people, like, that are on the, you know, level of trying to ascend. That's yeah. that word I call it. Ascend. Um, that utilizing that platform. Because I think there's a lot of value in that. There's a lot of streamers, a lot of members. Um, and like I said, like, I feel like a lot of uh, producers and DJs have been utilizing Twitch for that purpose. Oh, yeah. So you f- you feel like a whole n- do you feel like the same people that follow you on Instagram were the ones watching that on Twitch or do you feel like these are different people? I do think there is different people for sure just because it's like they're not exposed to me directly. They were exposed to me by somebody else, you know, and especially being on Twitch like there's so many people from so many di- like around the world just you know streaming that and just watching it. So I think that's honestly super sick that you get to connect with a lot more people. But I think like a lot yeah. of video gamers were doing this. Yeah, so they were going long crazy. Before. Oh, they were like, going they're crazy. Making millions of dollars, and now everyone oh. was barely like picking up on it. But I also think it's it's a process too because not yeah. everybody has the funds, and not everybody has the space to actually create or have the mic to do something or yeah. like have a camera to record and mm-hmm. having a green screen or whatever or just yeah. wanting to do it. Yeah, because I, I definitely want to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I haven't even like got to the logistics of it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the cable, the wire, yeah. It's yeah, just, like, the wires are crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm intimidated by YouTube. those fucking wires. YouTube University. YouTube University. There you go. <laughs> Rex Live Raj. Word of him. Uh, so um, I also you had uh, you had functions in Mexico before pre-COVID. Yes. How was that? Was that like a different type of experience? Because I feel like you know it's, it's a different a, country yeah, technically. Yeah, it's a different right? vibe for sure. Yeah. For sure, it's a different vibe. It's pretty, it's wild, but it's fun. It's like just kind of like a different feel that you get over there. It's more authentic, so it's yeah. like. It was really trying to fuck get fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah, it's wild over there. Uh, so I see. Uh, obviously, I uh, already know Clayton, but I know music runs in the family. Uh, and I was just curious because I know you guys were connecting during these time period, and I know he's over there uh, making mixes and doing dope shit over there. At Empire working with Offset Jim and Kamaya and all these different yeah, dope people. Cool. Um, yeah. Is there any potential collaborations in the future? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been working on stuff already, so that's good. That's already been in the works. We do have a track, but it was so long ago that mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, never... Like, like oh, we gotta again. do this, we gotta no, do it no, again. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, we're working on some stuff right now, so that's been dope. I just seen it, in, like, a couple of days ago. Yeah. So, yeah, we were working on some stuff. So, how how would, like, something, like, in his, in his profession, in your profession, how, how would you guys put collab? Just well, so, like, for someone that doesn't know music. Well, I think, like, for him, 
Well, what do you mean? For someone like, because you do DJing and you do pro- producing, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, But I'm assuming there's other attributes to that, like mixing and all that. Well, yeah, um, so I think it's like there's steps to everything. So it's like mm. just us coming up with a beat. And I think it, at first we kind of see what genre we want to go to. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, too, like he's super versatile. So he knows yeah. how to make a lot of things. Very. And I'm more on the Latin side. So we've been mm-hmm. doing a lot more like Latin things together. Ooh, but Latin's hot right now, especially with I'm the excited. with the with the mesh with hip hop. Like you yeah. see how Bad Bunny was at the fucking Super Bowl last uh, yeah. this past year with fucking J Lo and, J-Lo and uh, Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> that was the most I've seen Latinos in the spotlight in a long well, I think time. They've been, they've been starting to a lot more. Yeah, I think that's where it's at right now. Where it's like, well, it's been like Latin music just hits. Yeah, crazy, like crazy, crazy. Imagine getting one of like the big Bay Area artists from Empire to hop on one of those, on those, produ- uh, one of those produc- uh, productions that you guys would do. I know. A little Latin mix, throwing ideas out there. You I've know, I've been rapping now in <laughs> really? Spanish, so we got okay. We finished the track barely, um, what like two days ago. We finally mastered it, and I'm on the vocals. I wrote it and Damn. We produced it, so it's gonna be dope. We're That's what's up. Waiting on the right time. Experiment and new shit, huh? Yes, or you've sir. already kind of been doing it, just like just been low key about it. A little bit, a little bit. Now it's kind of more like, yeah. okay, let's get it out now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. man, so we got to know so much about your journey, uh, just kind of like how you've impacted and how the process is. So I, I think people want to know a little bit more about you, uh, individually as a person and how you view life. Uh, and one thing I've noticed about your your like content and like what you try to push out there is like positivity and controlling your energy and like. Uh, being mindful of how your mind is like where does that all come from like what does that mean to you well I think I don't know I think as a kid I've always seen like life so differently I've always felt like I always saw something just in a different point of view and I never Mm. saw anything as is or just judging people in like that way I mean yes we do we have judged and we have done things that we don't want to do and we're Mm. all not perfect Mm. you know so I definitely think just kind of like living this more of a positive lifestyle that I want to live for and just like practice for myself yeah just because I think there's so much more benefit than just being negative all the time or yeah. just you know stressing yourself out and just being like this weird bad vibe that, and then just spreading that around it's horrible you know and sometimes mm. I do get like that especially through this pandemic I was like stressing out because I'm like okay what am I going to do what am I going to do that I stress yeah. out so much that you sometimes just have to you know take a step back and think like mm. you got it you know, I relax agree. a little bit and breathe mm. because... Take a deep breath. Yeah, completely. But yeah, no, I think like the spirituality th- of things of life is definitely impacted me more where it's like law of attraction and just kind of like being a good person and just not, you know, not judging people for what they're doing because it's not bothering me whatsoever. You mm-hmm. know, how someone's dressing or how a girl looks in that sense or like someone walking around, it's like... People are going to do what they do, and you don't know really what they're going through, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that's a very that's good That's, like, point. the biggest thing. And I think yeah. a lot of us, like, we forget just us as kids. Like, you be nice. You look at others when you're talking to them. You're, yeah. like, polite. Like, I feel like a lot of people morals. forget that. Yeah. It's, like, when the it simplest things. Yeah. And it's, like, that's what I feel like we just need more in life. And people are shocked, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I'll For go to the sure. grocery store, and I'm, like... They'll be like, hi, how are you? I'm like, good, how are you? And they're all shocked that I'm wow, asking. You like, said thank you. Like, oh, no, you're for asking sure. me about I've my day? You yeah. know, like, it's so weird. But it's because, like, people are so used to, like, oh, I'm going to go get groceries and I'm out. And I don't care. Like, you're you're doing your job. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. knowing that, like, they're human, too, you know? So Yeah, even, like, little things, like holding the door for someone. Yeah. Just, or just saying, like, thank you. I hope you have a great yeah, day today. There's a bunch like, of sometimes carrots. that shit goes an <laughs> extra mile for someone that's, yep. like, going through some shit. So do you feel like someone that's, like, not negative nor positive, but they're just neutral, do you feel like there's a benefit for them to speaking positive things into existence? I think so. I think if they're aware of mm-hmm. that, I don't, 
I feel like if they're aware, I think everything's like a practice because like mm. I'm not 110% there myself, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like we grow up knowing all these morals and what our parents teach us and like we are thinking now outside the box for ourselves where it's kind of like you have to understand what's good on your end, you know? Yeah. No, I agree so. with that. You feel like that's like a spiritual aspect of yourself? Like when it comes to that, would it be considered spiritual or you feel like that's just positive thinking? I think it's just positive thinking. Okay. I think in general, like in mm. life, like why are we always going to be in a bad mood with something or someone or, you know, like mm. we're making ourselves, everything I think is a reflection of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Whether we're mad or stressed out, it's all a reflection of ourselves and we're just putting it out towards everybody. Period, <laughs> man. What you give is what you get. Exactly. Uh, we're going to go take a little quick break intermission for this weed pickup. So uh, we're going to go ahead and utilize Jared's <laughs> services right now. Bye. So uh, my mic fell, but I caught it. No one saw it, but, you know, God witnessed. And uh, we're back from the weed break, and we are back in the building. Um, so, yeah, we got some loud for today. Um, so now we're going to get uplifted. Um, but before we continue the positivity and the uplifting, um, what would you tell the younger version of yourself before your journey? Oh, my gosh. Actually, what would I tell myself? What advice would you give yourself? What if you're advice? like, you could literally go back four years ago and just, uh, just right before you did. Stay focused. Mm. I think I was very distracted in things. And that was one thing. I think I'm very, I like get a lot of things done, but I think there is a lot of running around that should have been stopped. Mm. So yeah, but I'm still young and I think you live and learn from everything. And now it's just putting your focus on like what matters and mm-hmm. what's important in your life, what's not, and what's a waste of time and what's not, you know, because when you're just, running around too much you're you lose a lot of focus and you don't see it until the end goal is like what have i been doing this whole time so, yeah yeah i mean shit how, how old were you when you actually went i was 20 you were 20. And you gotta you gotta keep in mind too you were young i know you were ambitious you're hungry fresh so and i was like fresh me and LA. la is like such a big city with so much yeah. standard of work and like work uh project music like the culture it's a lot to embrace. Well, the music industry is just so dirt, like, you know, just so dirty as well. Like, it's, Damn. it's a it's a crazy industry to be in. And I think especially as a female, it's definitely super crazy, too, because a lot of people, like, misinterpret a lot of things mm. and kind of, like, look at you as a female where it's like, okay, well, maybe we can do this to get this. And, you mm. know, and it's just, it's a lot of that that you get as well. And I yeah. think it's always just, just preparing yourself for the next thing mm-hmm. and just keeping it business at all times. So what's the mindset you would tell another female coming into the industry? Because I think I feel like your your advice and your words might be more valuable in this situation. Because I know for females in any industry, corporate America, music, whatever, they deal with a lot of obstacles. Um, so what would you feel would you tell another woman that's trying to pursue what you're doing or similar range in the sense of mind frame? I think don't lose yourself and don't forget, like stand your ground most definitely. And just understand that like, you like nothing's free in this world mm-hmm. and you know that's that's the biggest thing nothing is free in this world so don't yeah. get too like i think people get very like excited or things like that when like you hear something good yeah you know and you kind of are like okay it's kind of like ear candy it's like Ooh, you kind of you know nice word for ear candy Definitely. that's real though ear yeah. candy is real because motherfuckers... it happens to guys and girls at yeah. all times of days like it's just we got to be careful because not everything we hear is you know, truth. So, mm. Yeah, yeah, because you know it all sounds good on paper, but when it comes to the opportunity itself, it's like, what? is it yeah. worth it? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Nothing is free. Not even Costco samples. You need a membership. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Uh, exactly. So how has your family embraced your journey? You know, being a Latina, first-generation family, uh, usually when it comes to culturally-related goals, um, there's always a lot of challenge when it comes to your family understanding it. So how did you obtain the vision and, most importantly, keep those relationships intact when the when a misunderstanding would happen? Well, I think it's, I mean, yeah, being first-generation is definitely very difficult because it's like, when you have this expectation that this is what you're going to do because your parents want you to be a certain way, you know, because they wanted to give you a better life, like everybody that comes here, you know, and they've been through a lot themselves to just get here, mm. you know, and I think the biggest thing too, just as a parent, I'm not a parent, but just thinking like if I was to have a kid and they want to do something and I'm just, you're just scared as a parent because there's a lot of crazy shit that goes down nowadays yeah. and now it's like, do you really want your kid to be out involved in stuff like that? Because you know what goes down and it's not like you were born yesterday. You yeah. Know? So I definitely think that was very hard, especially like quitting college and stuff. Just, yeah, you know, and telling the them like I was going to leave in like a week or so. And they're just like, what? Damn. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, so wait, you told him like, a week in advance? I, yeah, maybe like two weeks. Maybe two weeks a week. I was just so scared. I was your parent. I, I hate so your ass. Scared. No, I'm playing. Oh I'm pretty gosh. sure any Latino parent, when they would hear that, it's like, I didn't know can he see that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, they'd be like, yeah. not understanding at first, but I'm pretty oh, sure you've kind of deciphered that now, I'm a assuming. Little, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's like, I think they don't really get so much of it, you know, and I have to break down what I'm actually doing. Yeah. You get me? But at the same time, it's like, it's there at times where it's like, well, go to school, go to school, go to school. And I I try to, like, at first it used to kind of, like, get me a little mad sometimes just because it's, like, that's not what I want to hear all the time, you yeah. know. But at the same time, you have to come to an agreement that that's what they want for you. And, two, I think before I even told them, I already knew that, like, this is my life and I'm going to do what I want to do because, you know, they had their life to live and that was their decision to do what they wanted to do. So now it's just my turn. But... My parents, have, well, my mom especially, like, she's been always super supporting, and she's mm. already known that I was already going to leave maybe at a young age. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So she was just like, okay, it's just not. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I moved out, literally not even a week I was there, they're like, oh, we rented the room out. I was like, you guys had no <laughs> faith that plays. I was going to come back. Like, making business plays. A week. Plays. <laughs> a week. <laughs> I was like, you guys weren't, like, thinking, okay, maybe she's going to come back. No. They were like, oh, you. You staying out there then. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella funny. I yeah. feel like that's so Latino for someone to do. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like my mm -hmm. parents would do the same shit real quick. <laughs> They're finna flip it. They already trying to flip that shit. So I already know exactly how that yeah. shit works. Well, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So like you've lived your whole life in San Jose before you mm -hmm. went to LA. Um, for the people in San Jose, um, I, I guess they want to know a little bit more what San Jose is for you. Oh, it's my home. Most definitely. I think it's, the culture that we have out here is like super super dope i think ever since like growing up and especially like with dance culture and music culture like everything whatever was popping like we were always there like accountable for everything you know yeah. and i think like having that especially where i'm from and us going to oak grove in high school yep. and stuff there's a lot of culture there super and which so a lot of people don't know yeah and two i think like that school was based on sports you yeah. know and it was space that's what it was and to me it was like okay it's not really academic wise so it's like yeah, it was sure already not. entrepreneur as like okay let's get these sponsorships like sponsorship going yep and that's what i saw where i was like okay well you can you can make it out of that you know yeah like completely it was already hustling in that certain direction as mm. is so i think that's one of the things i appreciated the most about oak grove is like the culture yeah. of oak grove like the people that went there you got like 
Polynesians, Tongans, Samoans, Blacks, Latinos, Nicaraguenses, yeah. Mexicans. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you got all Filipinos, Asians. You got all walks of life mm-hmm. in the same place. Silicon Valley has already been known for that. But when you look across the board of the schools, like all the East Side schools is predominantly Latinos and then a small conjunction of them like black or white or Asian. But what I noticed about Oak Grove is that it was very, very equal when it comes to that. I mean, I feel like there was more Mexicans and Asians for sure, but there was definitely like more like groups that I feel like we all shared perspectives because mm-hmm. um, we all grew up in the same way. You know what I mean? Like we grew up down the street. We grew up in this part of town, but it's all like south you know what i mean and uh even people like that were our peers that are older and younger i feel like oh girl loki made a talent factory not saying they did but i'm saying like that geographic like that area of san jose had like a really dope geographic of people where like you have athletes like you got cheeto bay woozy on the dallas cowboys you got flan marciano he's a gaming god he's doing his Mm -hmm. content for youtube and uh you know yourself you're doing uh djing and like for myself content distribution like there's so many different tastes of flavors out there you feel what i'm saying but um not discrediting anywhere else in san jose i'm just saying like i appreciated that yes most definitely no i'm super happy for us it's just like it just shows me that like we're all trying to do something and we're not stopping you yeah. know like most definitely so well um i think we covered most of the things and i know you know what i'm saying i was i'm very grateful that i was able to capture some time with you guys and get a chance Same. to formally meet you guys and uh share your story and most importantly give a platform for the culture out here in san jose um i guess the last thing uh to conclude this podcast is you know what is coming you know what should people anticipate and you know what should be the what should they be on the lookout for well, I have a track right now. I uh, collabed with a DJ artist, producer named uh, Travieso. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Troublemaker in English. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a song c- coming out soon, and that's going to be, I think that's going to pop off maybe in a, g- like in a good standpoint. So I think that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot more Twitch, like just recording. Twitch that's game. That's where we got to be at right now. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, just keeping it live and my socials and stuff and not disappearing because I mm-hmm. do that at times. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to. We have to, like, take care of our mental health for sure, you know. Mental health is very important. It's a very uh, not really talked about type of thing, but it should be, um, especially for creators, because I feel like you're using all types of parts Mm -hmm. of your brain. And uh, it's really easy to kind of follow. And we're never content with ourselves. We always think we can be better. Especially if you're someone that's like always trying to to strive for more and strive for greatness. Uh, so what's some uh, advice that you would give to someone from San Jose or someone that's up and rising in Silicon Valley, seeing what you're doing, they're motivated, but they just want to get the foot in the door. What's your advice to them? Just say fuck it and go. Just say fuck it and go. <laughs> I like it. it. That's it. All gas, no brakes. All gas, no, <laughs> no brakes. So how could people support you? How could they, uh, you know, consume your content? How could they stream all your stuff? Uh, you can go now on Spotify, iTunes, all music platforms at Ayo Gabs, A Y O G A B S, and Twitter is Ayo Gabs Music. So, yeah. I'm gonna put the graphics on the screen so you'll see it. But make sure everyone goes on iTunes, go on Spotify, search up Ayo Gabs, A Y O G A B S, stream every song, add it to your playlist. Need everyone to support this individual, and then YouTube. Do you have any YouTube content as well? Uh, YouTube. I do, but that's not under my channel. Got so you. That'll be coming soon as well. well, it's on the way. And uh, and if you guys already heard it here first. Anticipation for the new project coming soon. Uh, stream the content. And any other place they can find you? Am I missing anything? Mm-hmm. Website? No, I think that's it. All Twitch, right. everything. Twitch. Everything's under AOG. Be on the lookout for Twitch. <laughs> um, 
but yeah man so th once again thank you so much for your time for coming for down uh Appreciate and we look you. forward this isn't the first meeting we'll probably do a podcast later down the year next year whatever yeah. however shit plays out um but with that being said uh we'll be we, on mars yeah we'll be on mars <laughs> the moon whatever fucking elon musk wants to do um but yeah man so we're out in downtown san jose this is the low-key facts podcast it ain't exclusive if it ain't a emlin exclusive this is your boy bq ayo gabs and we out peace smoking through it all because nothing in life lasts forever we don't want these hoes don't want the fame we want the cheddar total we can have it all if we do it together you know i'm a pastor